Jamie ducks low and pushes the bike out underneath the garage door when Tater rubs up against his leg again. The old dog begins to whine. He shimmies and bawls in a way that he never does. What's the matter? Jamie puts his feet on the pedals and cranks off on his route. Tater groans and mules. Dogs know. Should have gone to McDonald's, you fat fuck, Garth Rooster Mintz said to Tad Ford as he reached across him for a French toast dipper. Tad's face squeezed and hurt, then relaxed. The smell of gasoline, the fast food breakfast, and Tad's old spice filled the battleship gray 81 Lincoln. You're eating same as me, Tad said back. You're just lucky it doesn't stick to you. Rooster said nothing, just started chewing a dipper. Tad was unsatisfied with the lack of reaction, but that was all he was going to say. Rooster was seventy-five pounds smaller than him, but he was hard. The guy was wiry. Tad could see his sinew. He'd once watched Rooster, pissed drunk, tear a guy's nostril open in a bar scrap. The whole left side of the dude's nose was blown out and just flapped around on his face with each breath after the fight was broken up and Rooster was pulled off. Tad had plenty of targets of opportunity with Rooster. The small man stank much of the time. He didn't shower most days. He left his chin-up, push-up, and sit-up sweat in place, only bothering to wipe down his tattoos. His red-blonde hair hung limp and greasy as well. Then there were the scars, nasty, raised red ones that ran up and down his forearms like someone had gone at him with a boning knife. When Tad finally screwed up the nerve to ask where he'd gotten them, Rooster merely replied, Around. Tad left it there. You're just lucky it doesn't stick to you. Tad repeated, chewing on his own French toast. Yeah, I'm lucky, Rooster said, turned, and looked down the street, still dark beneath all the goddamn trees. Should have gone to McDonald's. Jamie Gabriel, rider, pedals. He flows by silent houses, houses dark on the inside. He tosses papers into yards and onto porches. He works on his arc and velocity with each throw. An automatic sprinkler quietly sweeps one lawn, still blue in the bruised morning light. Jamie slings for the front door of that house so the paper stays dry. He works his pedals. A line of streetlight goes dark with a hiss as morning comes. Dad thinks it's great that they moved to a neighborhood that supports tradition. Newspaper routes. Mom's not so sure. Her boy needs his rest. Few people know the streets like Jamie does. Dark and empty, they're his streets. Jamie wasn't so sure either at first, when he was still getting used to the work and slogging through the route on his old huffy. But then he earned the new bike. He read an old story of a mailman who became an Olympic biker. 
Why not him, too? He has a picture. The black man's thighs bulge and ripple. He looks like he's set to tear his bike apart more than ride it. Jamie checks his watch. His time is looking good. Rooster glanced at the clock inside the Lincoln. Goddamn Lincoln now smelled of an old fuel leak and Tad's farts over the sickly sweet of the aftershave. But the car was clean. Regie bought it in a cash deal and dropped it off with fixed-up tags. Rooster hated those goddamn pickups. He flexed his forearm, felt the corded muscle move underneath his wounded and roughly healed skin and light red arm hair. His forearm was thick for his stature. He was ripped. He was disciplined with working out. But he was a lazy bastard, he suspected, when it came to certain parts of the job. Yeah, he hated the fucking snatches. Anybody could do them. It wasn't like the housework. That was rarefied air, sir. Start the car, Rooster said low glancing sideways at the clock again. He scanned out the windshield of the Lincoln. The goddamn thing was like the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. Oh, shit, Tad said, his last bite of hash-brown cake sticking in his gullet. The car turned over, coarse and throaty. They saw movement at the corner. Jamie puts his head down and digs his pedals. He's got a shot at his record. He's got a shot at the world record. He throws and then dips his right shoulder as he makes the corner of Tibbs. The canvas sack on his left has begun to lighten and unbalance him. He straightens the mongoose and glances up. Car. Dang. Jamie wheels around the corner right into the rusty grill and locks them up. Tires bite asphalt and squeal. Smoke and rubber stink royal. Brakes strain hard and hold. The vehicles come to a stop. Inches separate them. With a blown-out breath of relief, Jamie shakes his head and starts pushing toward the curb, bending down to pick up a few papers that have lurched free. Car doors open. Feet hit the pavement. Jamie looks up at the sound. Two men rise out of the car. They move toward him. He squeezes the handbrake hard as they approach.